Yeah, when's right. the last time you cast that cantrip? Right. Press digitation. I have people <laughs> for that. Hey, Matt. Hello, Michael. Would you like to engage in podcast? Indeed, I would desire such an outcome. Recording. Start. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Hacking the Grepson, where we're going to be doing a quick little fun thing where we talk about, uh, was it taxonomy? Uh, tech taxonomy, that's what I'm going to call it. Um, I think on an earlier episode, we talked, uh, maybe our Software 101 episode, we kind of talked about some of the basic terminology that people in our profession use. Um, you know, you could call us coders, you could call us programmers, you could call us hackers, you could call us script kitties, software engineers, computer scientists, and they all mean something slightly different. But uh, what caught my fancy recently was a comment on an article on the website Hacker News. Uh, if you don't know Hacker News, I basically, basically when I want to know what the nerds and geeks of the world are talking about and thinking about, I go to Hacker News. It was started by Y Com- Combinator, Co- Combinator, Com- Com- Combinator, I think. Combinator, yeah. I don't know where Combinator came from, but that's great. I'm going to call it now that. They are uh, a VC fund, and they basically do a thing every year where people do startups, and they go into a Y Combinator, and someone like wins that and gets money for their startup. So it's like Shark Tank? Right. It's like Shark it's like nerd Shark Tank. Um they've been doing it for years. Like it was started by some guy named Paul Graham. Anyway, they have a, a website where they basically do a Reddit or dig like posting of news articles, but they're all very specific to very techy, geeky, niche yeah. things. In fact, when you sent this to me, I thought it was Reddit until I looked at it on my larger monitor because I just I opened it and immediately scrolled past all the which I do with everything I scroll past all the headers yeah. and go right to the meat of the and it looks like reddit <laughs> yes exactly if, if you went to reddit you know dot com slash r slash geek or slash development or whatever it's basically just that anyway uh, there was a an article that someone posted called programming isn't coding and like all good internetizens, I did not read the article, and I just jumped right to the comments. Didn't even know there was an article. Exactly. I, I just figured they had to, you know, hang the, the comments on something. And someone put an interesting comment that said, No one asked me, but my taxonomy is coding, typing or clicking to have computers do stuff, programming or programmer, knowing how to type or click to make computers do stuff given knowledge of the SDK, libraries, tool chain, and ideally how to communicate effectively with the IDE or integrated development environment, which we have a whole episode about. Uh, And then finally, software engineering, knowing when not to program, knowing about components and the implication of their boundaries and contracts with the things outside of that component's boundaries, which in my world includes, but is not limited to other methods in that same module, other modules in the same deployment, internal consumers, and most importantly, any promises the code or management have made to external consumers. In far fewer words, coding, you can use a hammer. Programming, you can use that hammer to make an Ikea cabinet, whether you have the correct tools or instructions. Software engineer, able to design an Ikea cabinet for others and striving for a very low RMA rate, which I believe is like the returns. 
Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like when people say this thing is broken and they, they send it back. So this guy is basically saying, here are three very common terms in the development world and how I see them. Uh, I thought it was an interesting way to put it. Uh, Matt, what do you think? I think that M. Daniel, who uh, wrote this comment, M. M. Daniel? Oh, yes. Good M. M. Daniel. M. Daniel. Um, M. Daniel. Is on the right track Mm. with this. And I do think, unlike the initial commenter, or uh, unlike the commenter, the first replier to this. Who said, this is BS, guy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Unlike them, I actually do think this is a, a worthwhile conversation to be had. Okay. I don't know that I agree with the definitions necessarily, and we can talk through those. Okay. Uh, but as, on the whole, I think, yeah, when I say I'm coding, I usually mean something slightly different than if I say I'm programming, or, and I certainly mean something than if I say I'm doing, if I say I'm doing software engineering, mm-hmm. I definitely have a different thing in mind okay. than if I say I'm coding. So what would you, how would you define these things then? <sighs> Off the top of my head? Yes. Uh, no, well, no, we can sit here for a few minutes if you want to. Dead silence. No, no. I'll uh, that coding, I kind of agree with what you're, typing or clicking to have computers do stuff. And I would actually put programming more or less with coding. Okay. More or less. I would say programming, coding is making code that the is writing instructions in a way that the computer understands. Right. right? Whatever that is. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily complex or non-complex. It is... Being able to give instructions to the computer, to code it, mm-hmm. right? And you could say that that's actually what programming is, and that's a real fine line. Mm-hmm. Um, but to me, programming is where you are using a programming language in some sort of structure where you are able to do that more... I don't know what the right term is, but in, the, in what most people think of as writing code is... To me, programming. You are actually here. That that's the difference. You're making me think of my answers, but go ahead. Yes, coding is writing the code. Programming is taking that code and putting it into the computer, so it actually does some things. Where you actually say, "Hey, computer, execute this," and you are then programming that computer to do a thing. If you want to get really technical, that is the difference between coding and programming. Coding, I'm writing the code. Programming, I'm using that code. (laughs) Are all programmers coders then? But not all coders are programmers. Potentially? I think that Venn diagram may be a circle. <laughs> but what, 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 But so programming is the outside circle and coding is inside it? No, I, I, think that, I think they may be the same circle. Oh, okay. In that, I think in order to program your computer, you need to code. Right. Even if that's writing assembly code. Right. There's something that you're doing. And it, I guess you could write, you could be a coder without being a programmer if you never executed that code. If you, if you had three by five cards and you were literally writing out code. Right. But it never went into a computer and did anything. I would say you're not a programmer because you're not programming anything. Right. But who would do that? Like what, what function, what point would that be at this point in time? Uh, I mean, the internet has a lot of people who are just disagreeable and they would want to argue <laughs> with the definition. That, that there's a person out there somewhere that would, yeah. would well, do if that. You scroll just down, despite. there's a bunch of them. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, but then so so j- just to in- interject my yeah. thought process on this, yes, I do feel like coding is like the most generic physical task involved in our profession, which is literally I'm typing var foo equals true. Don't ever actually make a boolean named foo. That's a bad idea. And then programming is like knowing 
what to do with that code to actually make a computer do stuff. You could give someone, here, here's a bunch of code, type this into that computer over there. Are they programming? If they don't know what they're doing? No, they're coding. Me, if I typed it because I know what that does, I'm programming that computer. It, it's sort of like, like if, if I, like, is it like if you use an architect, like if I make the blueprint, but I have this other guy who just does the labor of bashing the nail into the two by four, but he would never know, he or she would never know how to put that together into a house. And that kind of goes back to the knowing how to use a hammer versus knowing how to assemble it into something like an Ikea cabinet. Does that sound? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I don't know if I would assign them to these words specifically, but okay. I definitely think that, that that's the more useful uh, discussion to have okay. about there terminology. There is that difference, but the words, yeah. the semantics are... Right. The And where that usually falls out is, you know, your job title level, right? right. You're, you aren't going to, probably aren't going to be a coder. You're going to be a coder level one until you get to coder level five and then you get to be a programmer level one. Right. You know, you're going to be like a software engineer one. Right. Or an stuff. applications programmer. Right. Or web programmer. Right. And and like that, that's where the commenters who were being jerks uh, in... On the internet? I know, right? Where they their point made sense. I just didn't like the way they delivered it. Uh, so for me, yeah, coding and programming, that's kind of two sides of the same coin. Okay. I like your distinction of... Like, one is a transcriptionist, the way you described it. Yeah. They are literally, like, the way I first wrote basic programs, I had a book because I was eight and they didn't have the internet available to me. Right. There was a, a book that came with our computer that was basic and you opened it and on pages were sometimes actual programs. Ten. Mm -hmm. Right? Do this thing. Like, if you just look at that book and type that into a computer, right. are you a programmer or are you just a coder at that point? At that point... I would say you're at best a coder. Yeah. yeah you're you, not you are not a programmer because you don't know what's happening. If you understand what those mean, like you said, right. then I could say you're programming. Because then you that you have some conscious act that is going into how that system is going to behave. When yeah. you start changing it, when you start using your own thought process on it, that is when you become you go from that level of being a transcriptionist to being a programmer to being a writer yeah maybe like i guess if you took coding a uh, uh, coder and you said code monkey right versus programmer and i don't really like the term code monkey yeah but i feel like coding is sort of shorthand for that yeah i think so if you if you look at it from that perspective i think the expectation is your coder is the person who is like you told them what this thing needed what the input was what the output needed to be and then they wrote it Right. And there wasn't a lot of thought process. Like you, and you said, here's the algorithm I want you to follow. I want you to write me Dijkstra's algorithm. And and here's the input I want. And here's the output format. And they were like, okay, translate, translate. Mm -hmm. They're not necessarily having to do things. A programmer then is like, hey, I need a system that's going to find me the shortest path between these two points given all these cities and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And like, go figure out how to do that. Right. And then we get into software engineering. Yeah, I was going to move on to that one. So software engineering is a completely different beast. And they wrote world. a lot more for that. Yeah. So software engineering mm -hmm. is a discipline. I, I disagree with the knowing when not to program. I agree with the thought behind that, with the intent of that. But I like, that's not how I would do it. Software engineering is the process by which you create software that is reliable and robust and has been thoroughly tested and, you know... The reason it's engineering as opposed to software development, mm -hmm. which is where, like, I, I would put software development 
I would probably lump coding and programming together, put software development more in the middle there, mm-hmm. and then have software engineering as a, a different type. Because you can just write software, and that's software development. That's programming. Right. Right. Whatever. Software engineering, though, is where you take that and you actually have a process to it, just like you would with engineering hardware, actual, mm-hmm. like, physical machining of, like, there's a process to it. Right. That's when it becomes engineering, when you're documenting things and and uh, testing them thoroughly and ensuring that the thing you're creating is actually going to do what you think it's going to do mm-hmm. and not just be a random and jumble it, of things. Yeah. yeah. It's the difference between, like, I'm writing a script for myself in five minutes to do a job once. Yeah. And I'm going to write a uh, entire uh, web application that is going to uh, keep state and is going to live for a long time. And I and other people are going to use it besides myself. And it needs to be running reliably. If you're just coding that, <laughs> if you're just programming that, right. and you're not doing software engineering, you've got you're going to have a problem. <laughs> Unless you're really just amazing, which you're not. Right. Initially, I thought that this was more like like uh, junior dev, senior dev, like lead mm-hmm. or manager. Like, do you see that as well? Like, like, is that management of, is that coaching of development versus development? Well, if you go down to their short definitions, the mm-hmm. IKEA ones, that is where it gets more into that, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, coding, yeah, they're your intern, your junior, your junior dev who you just hired out of fresh out of college, if that, mm-hmm. um, and you tell them exactly what you want them right. to do and yeah. they do it. Right. And then, yeah, they get a little bit more senior and you can give them, it's, it's a level of autonomy really. It's, Hey, I trust you to go off and do this and it's going to come back. It's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they're able to assemble the Ikea cabinet and maybe they've done it enough times where they don't even need the instruction manual. Right. Great. But they wouldn't be designing the cabinets. Yeah. Where I... Well, and maybe. Or maybe would they, they? Maybe they would be designing a portion of it. Then that's where I think there needs to be another mm. layer in there. Because I would actually say they're able to design an Ikea cabinet for others. That part of it, I would put more on, like, architect or... I mean, but I could even see able to design an Ikea cabinet for others. I mean, why wouldn't that just be someone who created, like, an NPM module? Yeah. Like the guy who made left or the person who made left pad, are they a software engineer now necessarily, or they're just a programmer? Right, and that that's where the that that's where the conversation falls more into what the the rude commenters are saying. Yeah. Oh, the detractors. I like that. Yeah. The part that he's got that this that M Daniel has right here on software engineering is for a very low RMA rate, and that's like when you're talking about engineering, that's the critical piece there. It's mm-hmm. like. Of all that, that's the most important part. The rest of it is absolutely it's experience yeah. and and scope. Yeah, it's how much am I involved in the overall? Like, there's this gigantic. I'm building a. I'm building a house. How much? You know. Yeah. You've got the guy who's doing touch up paint. Yeah. Right. Versus the architect of the house itself. There's a substantial difference between those two things. Right. But all along the way, there are different levels that people achieve and different roles, right? You might be a fantastic architect, like actual building architect, and be a terrible coder. Mm-hmm. I am a much better. I'm much better at design and high level and making sure that everything makes sense than I am at jumping in and writing code. 
these days. Yeah. Even though I have more experience than someone else might, like that's and that's where this comes in. Like, if you ask me to code, I will and I can and I do, but I'm gonna be slower at it than if you're like, hey, we've got this problem and we're trying to figure out how to like organize the software, how to solve this problem. I'm like, oh, do it like this. Yeah. That'll be almost instant for me, the right. way I think. But they're like, okay, now write the software to do it. I'm like, all right, give me a minute. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you start out, you know, knee deep in the details of how you do this thing. And then as you get more experience and time, you move on to, like you said, the coaching. It's like it's like a baseball player who's played 20 years and then they retire and now they coach. It's not that they necessarily can't swing a bat at the ball anymore, but they're probably not as good as the young guys who are right. doing it. But they know how... They know the strategy of running a team and getting the right players and how much to pay them and how hard to work them and, you know, uh, uh, you know, physical therapy and all that. You know, there's so much, like you said, the scope. They just have a huger scope of the whole thing. I, I, I guess I guess the final question is like, I mean, is this is this a useful distinction that this person makes or is this BS like the top replier is? I think... Your sports analogy, amazingly, made me think of something. I cannot believe you just said uh, that. Sports ball. I know. It's the answer. I'm going to equate it to something geekier. Please, that please. In, in, con- in a contrast, and I think this will just demonstrate how people think differently about problems. Okay. I think a lot of people think about most jobs and skills the way that leveling in RPGs and D&D works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I learned this stuff. Now I'm level two and I've learned this extra stuff, but I still know all this stuff from level one. Right. Now I'm level three and I still, I'm, I'm still just as good at the, the and I'm now I'm level 20 and I'm basically a god and I can still do all the things from level you one. Can still do a cantrip. Don't right. worry. And I think going to your sports analogy, that is not how life works, right? Maybe I can do those things, but I'm rusty at that. When's right. the last time you cast that cantrip? Right. Press agitation. I have people <laughs> for that. <laughs> I have people. Right. But the coaching aspect, and I think that that's where we've talked about improv mm-hmm. before on this podcast. I talk about improv being a team sport a lot. Yeah. And I probably talked about it the one time that we talked about it in detail. But don't worry, there'll be more in that series. There Very absolutely soon. will be someday. Uh, <laughs> um, different people fulfill different roles on a team. Your coach is fulfilling a different role on your baseball team than your pitcher who's fulfilling a different role than your star hitter, who's mm-hmm. fulfilling a different role than an outfielder. I'm so it all out. came back to sports ball. I'm, I'm you run, didn't want I, it to, but it did. I'm running out of sports <laughs> ideas. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean that these people don't know how to do different things, but they're different tasks. Coding is a different task yeah. that maybe is part of software engineering. Right. So is design. Mm-hmm. So is testing. All of those are mm-hmm. part of. Yeah. And so it's like, together, I have all these component pieces. It's a spectrum. And not as a line spectrum, but more like a color wheel. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we crammed enough analogies in there. <laughs> Sports, D&D, color theory. You get everything on this podcast, listeners. Daniel, thank you for your uh, your insightful um, and uh, interesting comment, because obviously it led us down this road. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hacking the Grepson. If you go on the interwebs, you can find us at Hacking the Grepson, period, C-O-M. For more episodes of this uh, enlightening podcast on your favorite device. And until next time, we now return you to your regularly scheduled lives already in progress. Bye.